0: I believe a vertical relationship with Jesus changes everything. This is about a personal relationship, a vertical one, not a religion. I'm authentic, real, honest, and there is no fluff here. Because I desire for you to have permanent healing for that wounded soul, not just temporary band-aids that don't last. Hey, God wants you to have a well-rounded and balanced life. So grab your coffee, your Bible, or just kick back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Vertical Relationship Show with me, your host, Malia. I want to just start off by giving a shout out to all my listeners all around the nations. I want to give a shout out to Madagascar, Argentina, Romania, Saudi Arabia, the Cayman Islands, Cambodia, Philippines, and of course, the US. Y'all, thank you so much for just being a part of this journey with me. I want to thank you for every download that you've listened to. I really pray that it encourages you, that it inspires you, and it also convicts you, right? Because conviction is from God, right? Condemnation is from the devil. And part of conviction is to help us grow in our walk, given God's truth. So today, we are going to get a little convicted today because... I had to go through this process, um, even when I was single, healing, getting into premarital counseling, all that stuff. So there's a lot of things that were highlighted to me, and I just want to bring them to your attention. So if anyone tells you that marriage is easy, they are fibbing. Okay, marriage is tough, period, the end. (laughs) There comes a time in every relationship that goes through a testing trial. Oh, yes, my friends, the glorious ups and downs, the highs and lows. We take the good with the bad for better or for worse in sickness and in health. You have to be prepared for a forever commitment. It's not to be taken lightly, although this generation does take it lightly because divorce is such an easy option these days. Listen, the grass is not always greener. We all make these promises at the altar in front of our loved ones, in front of God. We spend thousands of dollars on this perfect day. The room's filled with endless flowers, surrounded by tables draped in your favorite color tablecloth. There's a triple tower cake with a cute little bowtie man and a precious woman on top. As your cake topper, we spend hours at taste events. We make orders of the best foods, endless appetizers for entertainment. We hire a DJ. We make a song list. We stuff envelopes with these fancy cards embroidered with pretty tissue paper, announcing that the two love bars are getting pitched the destination of two people uniting into one. Genesis 2, 24. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and his mother and shall be joined to his wife and they shall become one flesh. Oh, let's not forget that bedazzled dress, y'all. <laughs> Probably spent about five grand, 20 grand on just a dress alone. Picking out your bridesmaids, your groom men. I think you get my point. Listen, we could go on and on here, right? We spend so much time, Preparing months, even years for a momentary glimpse. We want our wedding day to go perfect. I know, we all do. We want the weather to be outstanding. Everyone to arrive on time, no accidents, no disasters. But the funny thing is we can't control everything that happens, right? We try to make our plans and the Lord laugh. We make the plans, but the Lord determines our steps. I have to softly interject here and ask, why are we not putting that energy into the things that matter? We are putting focus on materialistic things. Why are we not putting our energy into our fiance? Premarital counseling with our future spouse. Dating coaching for you to get prepared to be an equally yoked spouse. Think about it. If we spend half our energy into truly getting to know our forever mate, truly getting right, healing all that trauma no matter what position you're in really, it's really for all. It would be better if you did it before you went down that aisle, right? Because it's much worse if you (laughs) get into the marriage and there's gonna be other things that come up. But if you go into it fully prepared, you've done your healing, you're so much better off. If we spend half our energy into truly getting to know our forever mate, healing our trauma, wouldn't that be a better investment for your relationship? Since marriage is a forever commitment, why would you not put money into investing into the relationship? Yo, we spend thousands of money on these dating apps. Look at all this stuff. I want you to really take a good look at what we're spending money on. You could take that money and put it into an investment in your relationship. The arguments come. You don't know what to do. So what are you going to do when things get tough? We think the grass is always greener. So we dip out and hop into bed with the next victim. We get wandering eyes at work. Remember, looking at another man or woman in lust is a sin. But I say to you, whoever looks at a woman to lust has already committed adultery with his or her heart. Matthew 5:28. Y'all, we have to have solid boundaries with the opposite sex and feelings develop with somebody else if we continue to hang around them. And we wonder why divorce rates are at an all time high. The minute our weaknesses are exposed, we run. We don't want to deal with them. We throw them on the other end of us in person. We play the blame game. We don't take full responsibility for our own strongholds. Our partner deserves the very best from us, not just mediocre We're supposed to work through these things (laughs) so the marriage can blossom, right? I want you guys to really think, you guys to reflect on this because this is something that I did. We had a very, very small wedding. I didn't care about any of that stuff. We invested in ourselves. We did premarital counseling through the church, but we also did outside counseling for months before we hopped into a relationship because other stuff is going to come in also. So we have to be fully prepared. So I hope you guys were not encouraged with that and just know that God wants the very best for you and your relationships. He wants it to thrive. The enemy doesn't. Remember, <laughs> John 10, 10, the enemy's job is to destroy, <laughs> seek, and kill. Okay, and that means your relationships, especially your relationship with Jesus, but your relationship with your partner, he hates it, despises godly unions. So if he could do anything to throw a wedge in between you two, It's going to try, okay? It's going to throw people in front of you. It's going to throw temptation in front of you. What are you going to do about it? That's the point, y'all. We have to really, really invest in our relationships, invest in ourselves, heal, take the time to go through these things so you can understand them because if you don't understand them, the enemy will continue to harass you with these strongholds. Some of you guys probably are a little bit conflicted. You don't even know where they're coming from. Well, that's why I'm here. (laughs) Book your appointment. Let's hash out these things so you are better prepared. I hope you are encouraged with that. We're going to pray now. Abba Father, I just thank you for just the revelation of putting investment into you first and foremost. But our relationships in general, we cannot be good for anybody else until we're good with you. We have to put you first. Sometimes the order is so backwards. We put everything in front of you, Lord, and it needs to be you first. We need to put you first. We need to put our vertical relationship with you first. So our horizontal relationships with other people, with our spouse, with someone we're dating, with someone we're about to marry does not matter. Our personal relationships, our professional relationships, even for our business and ministry, they need to be on point. We can't be good for others if we're not good for ourselves, if we're not good for you. So I ask anybody that's listening that is in the dating realm, that that is about to get married, maybe they just got engaged, or maybe it's just the person that is struggling in their marriage. Lord, I ask that they just sit back and step back with you, that they need some help, and that's okay. There's no shame in asking for help. We need to heal these strongholds, You are ultimate healer. And sometimes we just need to have some outside help. We're to share each other's burdens and we need to do that with a trusted individual. So I ask anybody here that is just lost and confused, maybe putting too much focus on emphasis on the materialistic things, that they just drop it and really invest in their relationships. And I pray this in Jesus' name, amen.